Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm not going to say hello, hello. I'm going to say, hey, guys, and welcome to Bachelor Blab. It's Jackie and Erin, and we feel happy and refreshed because we have had guests the past couple weeks, which has been super fun, and we've loved chatting with them, but now we're back to basics. It's just the two of us. The pressure's off. We can talk about nonsense, and I'm excited. How do you feel? <laughs> the way that you just framed that was so beautiful, Like, because I feel like the pressure is on because now I have to say more, but you're right. The pressure's off because I could just talk about serial killers if I want to. Exactly. I think that would make for a really great bachelor podcast i'll see if i can i'll see if i can segue it in at some point i'm not sure if i can but i'll do my best we'll work on it i think we can at least make one reference throughout the the hour or so that we chat but yeah Um, i think i'm happy i'm happy to like i don't know i was like really excited to get on today because obviously when you have guests you have to host and you have to kind of like keep the conversation going now i don't feel any of those pressures Oh, I love your vibes. I'm like so exhausted. Like, I don't know if you can see my eyeball. Like, I'm just so tired. So you're really lifting me up. Thank you. I needed this energy. Um, I think my hottest take is that I missed the hello, hello. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to switch it up. Fans, let us know. Do you like it? Do you dislike it? What's the vibe? I don't know. I, I, just... I am strongly team hello, hello. Like, I, I want a shirt that says hello, hello, bachelor blab. That's what I want. We should make those. On Canva. I'm into it. <laughs> I think you can make sure it's on Canva. <laughs> Jackie just found out about Canva. Now we're going to make everything on Canva. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Let us know what you want to see in our merch. Do you want to see roses and thorns? Do you want to see hello, hello? Do you want to see my face? Speaking of roses and thorns. I was about to say, speaking of roses and thorns. Segway. They stole that from us, right? <laughs> like I think they must have because... I don't think I stole it. I suggested it early on in the podcast. I remember thinking of it. I mean, we've been doing it since like January, February of 2020. And I don't listen to their podcast that often. I'll be honest. Like it's only if they have a a guest that I'm really particularly interested in while I tune in. For people who do not understand the context of this, this is Bachelor Happy Hour with Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin. We noticed this week that they started doing a cute little trend where they ask their um, guests what their rose and thorn was of the season. And that was like pretty weird because we also ask people what their roses and thorns were slash. We also come up with our own roses and thorns at the end of every single episode. So I just, I guess what we're wondering is, did they steal that from us or did we steal it from them and not realize? Because no, I, I think like, they stole I've it never, from- I've never listened to their podcast. Like I, oh, oh, never. So I have a couple, like I, I'm not a regular listener. I'll say that. But when there are particularly interesting guests I do tune in I listened last season when Hannah Ann was on after the final episode of Peter's season so I listened to a couple of those I think Tasha was on early on in her season I listened to that and never once have I heard them say that and I think this is just a new thing that they started doing in 2021 because I also then went to a couple podcasts that were recent and like fast forwarded to the very last 10 minutes and saw if they were going to ask that. And they did, but this is a new development in like Hmm. January, 2021, I think, but let us know if we're wrong, but I feel like I would have picked up on that. Oh, 
small businesses just getting like the short end of the stick again. Small creators being exploited by <gasps> stop exploiting media me. monopolies <laughs> and corporations and capitalism. Oh, it always is capitalism's fault. We blame capitalism for stealing our rose and board. So I guess we really have to make t-shirts before they get like too carried away with it. Yeah. So let us know in the comments below if you want to see t-shirts that say, hello, hello, Bachelor Blab, or something about Rose and Thorn. We can work on the actual sentence. But Who says we can't have two pieces of merch? I mean, we're we a big podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> big <laughs> podcast. Big money coming in here. <laughs> I don't know about you, but like I'm ready to buy a mansion <laughs> off this podcast money, so... <laughs> we have like two ads and they pay us five dollars i'm gonna cut that out but <laughs> oh we're already really off to a great start i'm loving it okay yeah oh yeah like the episode did you watch it <laughs> yeah i did watch it um how did you feel overall in general but we can go we can start with hot takes as well if you want to do it that way I don't really have hot takes this time. It always, whatever I take out of it kind of depends on the mood that I am in mm -hmm. going into it. Um, and I, the mood I was going into tonight was I watched like a virtual book tour um, talk between like two authors Good. that I really like. So I was kind of in this like cozy book mood, really cerebral, like thinking about like minds and mindsets and how like people change their thinking, like all this and like women and, and then and then I had to turn on The Bachelor and I was like, these do not go good back to back. So I have like three notes, but I'm ready okay. to talk about anything. Amazing. Well, my first question is, what was the conflict between Jacenia and MJ? Because it was incredibly unclear to me why this was even a thing that was happening. Okay. So I did arrive six minutes late to the episode, but remembering from last, last week, the conflict was that Matt had heard that MJ was the one who originally started calling like varsity JV OGs, whatever uh, she totally was. And Jasenia was the one that used her name. And so that that's how they ended up on that two on one to like clear the air. And MJ did that thing where when you did something wrong, you just like totally blow up and like gaslight everyone around you. Um, yeah. And she was busted. That whole thing was so irksome. She was almost the most annoying one to me because she kept talking about how she's like all about peace and love and harmony. And maybe it was just a bad edit, but ma'am, I did not hear you ever say anything like that. Like your hair alone can't speak for peace, love, and harmony. Like I got those vibes from your hair, but not from anything you said. No, I know. I, I mean, to me, it was very... I don't know. I mean, I think the fact that I didn't even know what their conflict was about until you just reminded me about it is very telling in that it was so fabricated and stupid. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel any sort of way about seeing MJ go. Like I'm, I'm like, this is fine. You clearly did not have that strong of a relationship with Matt. And I am happy that now at the end of this episode, it seems like we really narrowed it down to people who actually have relationships with Matt minus the whole Heather thing I feel like we're actually going to be more relationship forward going forward 
Yes. Which Kit even said within the episode, um, now we can focus yeah. on the actual relationships. I feel that we're at the point of the season. We're at that tipping point where we still have a couple stragglers and it's the worst kind of straggler because they've been straggled along for so long that they think they have a relationship with Matt, but they like yeah. so don't. So they're like the most heartbroken ones when it ends because they think they have a chance, but they absolutely don't have a chance. Totally. Like the, like the, um, so the season. Tea. Serena C is like someone like that who I think it's like strange to me that she's even still here because this is top 10 now like we're starting to really whittle it down I don't know she really talks a big game yet I have not really seen a strong connection between her and Matt so I think she's going to be let down pretty hard when he's like hello goodbye good one absolutely I think Serena C is someone who's being kept for sound bites she is really great at making a comment about how hot he is like like I'm not even going to repeat the thing that she said because I won't say that word. Um, dad, but longer. I just, ugh, it just skews me out so much. But she like she like talks like that about him. So I feel like they can get some good clips from her. Yeah, she was willing to go head to head with Katie, which is so stupid. I mean, so you- stupid. And I was I wrote down too. Like on one hand, obviously, like the fact that someone like Katie is in drama like that, it always looks bad. Like it never looks good to be in like literally a screaming match with someone else because that's crazy. But to be in a screaming match and then come out for me as a viewer to see that and be like, Oh no, but Katie's actually 100% right. And in no way out of line or wrong or anything says a lot about the whole situation. Like that it had to escalate to that point. And I really feel that Katie was still in the right completely just says a lot about the whole situation. Yeah. I think something that the girls on the show underestimate is you really don't know who, how the edits are going to play out and who the mm-hmm. audience is going to like. So it, in Serena's, like position she didn't know that the people were gonna love katie and that katie was gonna come across as like the only emotionally intelligent one and the only one willing to stand up to bullies like oh my goodness she's literally the only one that had the balls to stand up yeah so you can't know that but that's why you should just be nice to everyone don't start anything with anyone because you don't know who the audience is going to like and now people don't like serena and i don't really like her either she comes across as looking very insecure which makes sense yeah. because she doesn't have a relationship with Matt. Um, but I just feel like as I was watching, I don't know if this is just me being like, like anti-vulnerability in a mood or something, but I was like, why? Like they're, they're all sobbing over the canceled robe ceremony, just sobbing. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of watching them going, I just feel that if you're going to like maintain your sanity on the show, you have to just accept that he's either going to like me enough to keep me and marry me or he's not. And my tears and my three-second conversation at a cocktail party, like, I just couldn't bring myself to try that hard for a man. And I don't know if that says more about me, but just watching them all get so upset about it. But I think that's part of, like, the game of the show and the manipulation of, like, you're in this bubble where, like, yes, in normal worlds where you can talk to your friends and family and you can kind of remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. Reacting this way over a guy is absolutely absurd, but I think that's kind of what they prey on is like, they keep you in this bubble. You can't talk to anyone. You're not thinking rationally so that these small things you feel so viscerally. And then you like freak out. That's like the formula of the show. I feel like you're totally right. You're absolutely right. Because for some reason today, when I was watching them all cry, I was like, stop, like, please stop crying. <laughs> just, it's just a cocktail party. Like you weren't going to change his mind because truly they were not going to change his mind. 
I really believe that it's the producers and whoever, whatever he wants. And the three words yeah. you were going to speak to him in your beautiful dress was not going to make him give you a rose. If he wasn't already going to give you a rose. I agree with that. I think where maybe it could make a difference is if you really are on that borderline of like, cause obviously at the end of the day, I don't think he has 10 equally strong relationships right now. There's probably a handful that he feels very strongly about. And then everyone else is kind of a wash and it's like, are they good TV? And do I like just hanging out with them? Blah. And I guess that's where you can kind of make a difference in a small cocktail party moment. But you could yeah, be a different, I mean, you could like fight for a different fringe position. Yeah. That totally makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I, I forget really like what the, sh- like the premise of the show. Like, I just feel like sometimes I just lose track of that. And I'm like, why are all these women crying over Matt James? Like whatever. He's just a boy. Oh, it's a different show though, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's kind of what they're all quote unquote supposed to be there for. What did you like? We know that they're not. I think that's why it's so frustrating to me because you're in tears. You're in all, you're sobbing hysterically when most of you did not come here to get married. Right. So true. I would argue to say that none of you came here. Like it's just the show. Like you're, you're there, you're drunk, you're tired, you're hungry. It's of those things combined. Like when I think about if I've had like two drinks and the things that will like put me over the edge emotionally. Now imagine that I'm on national television. I'm in a bubble. I can't talk to my friends and family and I'm hungry. I'm murdering Wait. someone if they cancel the cocktail party. I'm literally reflecting on like moments in our friendship where we were both crying hysterically at e- and screaming at each other. After like having like a wine and cheese board, like at p.m. and all of a sudden yeah like who the fuck knows how that took a turn well like a so now that you're saying it, it's like there was no cameras and I could speak to <laughs> everybody that I know and I've known you literally forever <laughs> and we still yeah you're so right well great point thanks for bringing me back down to earth I just no problem <laughs> I got up on my high horse of um, I don't have feelings. Yes, I do. I mean, I could see, I could see these girls like get down that path rather quickly. I mean, yeah, like, you're absolutely two, right. Two glasses of wine and put something like that in front of me, and all hell breaks loose. I don't know. You're absolutely right. Wow, just with the <laughs> real, just hitting me with all the real facts today. I try, I try. Um, what did you think about the whole Heather situation? I want to talk about that. Um, I wrote down, I don't care about Heather. I okay, didn't care great. about Thank you so much. Moving on. <laughs> I did not care about Heather in Colton's season. I don't care about Heather now. I feel bad for Heather that she's being manipulated to make a fool of herself on national television you again. You think she's making a fool of herself though? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the internet feedback that I have seen is that everyone is as over the Heather thing as we are. Nobody is saying, oh yeah, Heather, go get your man. Like no, everybody is going, this is so set up. This is so dumb. I'm seeing like all these jokes being made about her, which aren't kind jokes. Like yeah. Heather, just let it go. And I feel like she's doing it because she needs more Instagram followers. Like she wasn't getting enough sponsorship. And there was no Bachelor in Paradise. So she said, okay, well, got to make money somehow. I don't know. No? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't, I mean, I. Am I being too I'm skeptical? One... I could be being too skeptical. Well, so what? She came in there saying that, because she's good friends with Hannah Brown, which I do yes. know is true. That's true, And yeah. that Hannah has always felt that they would, like, be a good match or whatever. So she wanted to join the season. 
my okay I have a couple things one the fact that when she showed up Matt was just like laughing and that like he obviously like knew who she was slash like kind of knew the situation slash I'm skeptical whether or not they I think they probably met even a couple times before yeah um so this feels in that way kind of strange but also I was also trying to figure out the logistics of okay so she shows up in her stupid minivan at security to this hotel and it's like hey, I'm here for The Bachelor, like, bring someone in. But, like, that's obviously not how it went down. So, like, do you think, obviously, that feels like a very scripted scene to me, her being at security, being like, hey, I'm here for The Bachelor. Can you bring in Chris Harrison? Blah. And then Chris Harrison being like, um, hello, like, you need to quarantine. Like, I don't know what to tell you. That in itself seemed incredibly scripted to me. So I'm just kind of wondering what happened before, like, what was the actual conversation like? Okay, I have, a, show. I have a theory about it. Okay, thank you. I just formulated it now, so it's really okay. thought out. Great. It's like I'm ready to write a paper on it. Um, so my theory is that, okay, Heather and Hannah be are good friends, whatever. Heather's like, oh, Matt James is going to be the bachelor. I have such a crush on him. Hannah's like, oh, you guys would be so good together. Like, that would be so cool if you went on the show. Heather's like, oh, no, that would never happen. Like, blah, blah, blah. Hannah's like, Hannah reaches out to her producer friends. Oh my gosh, you guys should totally have Heather on the show. She's really into Matt. That could be cool. The producers are like, hmm, Heather. All right, not a big enough character to have from the beginning like we did with Nick. All right, let's storyboard it out. Let's see. Where can we (laughs) stick her in where it'll cause the most drama? Because if they really were serious about Heather being an actual contestant on the show, they would have her from the beginning like they did with Nick on Andy's season? Caitlin's season? Caitlin's season. On Caitlin's season. Yeah. Like, they've done this before where people have come back, Mm -hmm. but to come back this late feels very producer planty. So I feel like it could be a combination of Heather expressing interest in Matt and them saying, sure, you can have a chance, but this is when you're going to come. And then Heather walks into it, not really realizing how far along maybe everybody is. It's also kind of funny because if you compare Colton season to Matt season, Heather made it pretty far in Colton season and they did not have a strong relationship. I mean, they just didn't. So I'm wondering if maybe, because in the previews we see that she's very upset. The girls are so mean. Matt's constant like, oh, I love that about you. I love that about you making them all feel so secure. We have a lot more women this season who truly believe that Matt is going to be their husband. Mm -hmm. So I, I could understand where Heather would not coming from her experience with Colton season where like two girls cared and everybody else was just chilling and friends <laughs> Right. where she would be like, Whoa, wait a second. What? Like you guys all care. Like, why are you being so mean to me? You care this much. Yeah. That's a good point actually. Cause that w- had not been her bachelor experience at all. Like she doesn't no. know anything different. On Colton yeah. season, the women were dropping like flies. They were like, please yeah, get me out of here. They were, they were like interested. sending themselves home. They're like, thank you. I don't need you to meet my family. It's fine. Like Heather sent her sent, herself home Sydney herself home yeah there was a bunch of them that yeah. was really bad. I they mean, did not want to be there so Heather's probably like wait you guys want to be here like you like it here like what yeah I don't know that I just laid out <laughs> no but everything you're saying makes sense I also want to note too she was really nowhere to be seen in any of the promos for like upcoming scenes and dates and stuff the only thing you see of her in the promo is her name dress of the like the night that we are currently watching but I can't tell if that's maybe just to not give away the spoilers that she's gonna stay for a hot second or if she really is just like 
a quick little trope. We bring her in, we bring her out. It created drama for an episode or two because we needed yeah. to stretch this out. I think she'll say oh, no. maybe this rose ceremony, the girls will be really, really mad about it. And then she'll go home in the next rose ceremony. Yeah, or I think I could, agree. Yeah. Because it seems, well, it just seems cruel to bring her on and then not give her a rose. Yeah, but. I mean, they've done worse, so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like at the end of, the, like, at some point, like, she can come on and, like, if her and Matt vibe, they vibe. If they don't, they don't. And, like, let's not waste anyone's time. Yeah. I was surprised, too, that, um, didn't he send Brittany home this? Yes. And it went I was completely- shocked by that, because, and no one really brought it up or talked about it, but I really thought he cared a lot for her, especially giving given everything that was going on. I was very surprised because she went out quietly. Not a big speech goodbye. Maggie said more on the way out. Yeah, so true. Not a lot of sound bites. I feel like there's more to that story. Yeah, but we'll never find out. We'll never know. It was so weird. Holly agrees. Uh, yeah, Holly definitely agrees. Oh, he's so cute. Hey, Holly. This is my dog, everybody. Podcasting dog. She doesn't have anything to add, though. Even though she was watching the whole episode, she was. Oh, she forgot to take notes. It's okay. Yeah. It happens to the um, best of us. So what did you think about Katie's date at the end? <laughs> Leads into the microphone. Um, okay. Well, first I felt grateful that Tyler Cameron was Oh, yeah. Because that happened in this episode. Uh, <laughs> I loved him and Matt James talking, normalized men talking about their feelings. Loved that. Mm-hmm. I just, from the get-go, I mean, it, this was a friendship date. It looked like they had a lot of fun. It was really funny. I was genuinely kind of like laughing out loud at some parts. It was fun to watch, but that's the date that you give the person that's in your friend zone. I feel like that's just where Katie was all season. It doesn't make us like her any less, but I don't think she was really going to end up with Matt. Um, But I also feel like- I honestly feel like they had some cute little- Like, I agree with you that it was very friend zone-y, but they did have some cute chemistry where, like, Matt was very- Like, they were also giggly, and, like, he was very handsy with her. I was like, oh, this is actually, like, cutie. I felt like that was what I was going to add. I feel like we got the most personality we've seen out of Matt on that date with Katie. And that could have been because of Katie. It also could have been because of Tyler- so true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's but the I, real romance of this season is absolutely Matt and Tyler. Oh. Oh, They're both you. so cute and I love them so much. I know. But I feel that, you know, I mean, I'm obsessed with um, Matt James's charcuterie TikTok. Yes, I really I am obsessed her. with him. <laughs> I know. He, he's a funny guy. Like he really, it, those voiceovers he does, I am cracking up. So this I felt was more of that Matt, which is like a fun Matt. That's the Matt I want to see on my TV. But everything else is almost so, so serious. Yeah, no, I've been feeling that way as well. And also thinking that that might be why they keep bringing people in and they keep like making unnecessary drama because Matt is kind of coming off on TV right now as kind of boring quote-unquote but I know deep down that that's like not his real personality because we've seen on social media on TikTok and stuff that he is super goofy and super super funny and fun and like it's so unfortunate to me that we have not been able to see that side of Matt very often so much so that like 
where the producers have been so focused on the girls and creating more drama and who can we bring in and who can we pit against each other? There's been so much conflict. We don't even know who Matt really likes and what relationships are growing. And that's unfortunate because he has such a great personality that could carry a season and they're not really, they're either not letting it happen or maybe I think he was like nervous and really overthinking a lot being that this is the first time he's ever on national television. So he kind of didn't let that side of him show and he he clearly was taking this very seriously. I don't know, but it just makes me sad. I think something key to look for moving forward as we kind of whittle down the girls is is that are there any girls that he does show that side of himself with? Yeah. Because I think that's why Taisha and Zach C worked so nicely together because they were weird. Like that taxi yeah. cab thing was weird. So cute and funny, but weird as heck. Like yeah. they're weird. And that when I like that makes I think the best relationships because it means that you're comfortable with each other because every totally. human being is a weirdo. Like we're all weird. So if yeah. you can be, let your weirdness out with another person, you know that you're with a good person for you. So I think we need to be keeping an eye on who Matt shows his weirdness to, because I think with some of the girls he's putting on this front, like I'm Matt James, I'm a bachelor. I'm like, I got it all together. Yeah. He knows that that's what they want from him. Well, and even the relationships that I think are the strongest right now, like Serena P, um, Michelle, I think he's still very strong. Like, I see a Matt J, like, he's very sweet with them. You can tell he's very into them. But there's no, like, fun, goofy side in that relationship. Like, those relationships are incredibly serious. And, like, right. they can be both. They can be serious and, like, Absolutely. fun and it should flirty. Be. And, yeah. It could also be that that's not what we're seeing. I mean, Serena P was yeah, the one course. in the last scene with the karate thing and the kicking the pillow. Yeah. And that was kind of goofy and lighthearted. So it's definitely possible that we're just not seeing it. But I feel that keeping an eye out on those things will give us good hints on who he has good chemistry with. Who is he being his real self with? Yeah. I think he's going to end up with no one though. And that's my tea. That's my <gasps> hottest take of the whole season. Tell me more. I, like I have nothing else to say about it. I just, <laughs> I just think he's not ready. He is Matt James, Tyler Cameron's best friend slash TikTok sensation. He lives in New York. I don't th- I don't get the vibe that he is interested in moving out of New York to kind of settle down and like really do a family thing. And that's a huge assumption, but it's just not the vibe I'm getting. And so when I look at these more serious relationships, like with someone like Michelle, who I feel seems gives off vibes that she's incredibly ready to settle down and like ready for that next step. And when I see those people being the front runners, I'm like, I just don't see it for real. Like I don't see Matt giving up his lifestyle just yet. So I could see something like weird happening where he doesn't end up with anyone. What's my prediction? Okay. My prediction is that he ends up with Rachel. They do the whole press tour. Mm. Um, They get a lot of flack and bad feedback because people on the internet don't love her. Um, And they last seven months. Really? You think he'll pick Rachel after all that? Like, yeah, because yeah, he doesn't know that in the show. He doesn't know all that stuff. And that could right. be why her family is fighting so hard to like calm it down. Because whoever wins is about to blow up on social media. Yeah. And so if you already have people saying problematic things about you, it's just going to get bad. Of course. Yeah. So I hope for her sake, honestly, that she doesn't win because we don't need to, I don't, I don't need to keep hearing about that. No, I know. Um, and that's, yeah, it's unfortunate. But I do think he does really like her right now. 
So yeah, I don't know. I see Rachel, Michelle, Serena P, Brie. Is that the other the other one that I think has a strong relationship? I think those are my tops right now. I put Abigail in my top four instead. Oh yeah, Brie. shoot, I forgot about Abigail. Yeah, I agree with you. But I'm sh- I'm between Abigail and Brie because the problem is Brie's date was great, but it was so early on and we haven't yeah. seen much since. I think he's going to smash Piper's heart into tiny, tiny pieces. I know. She's about to get heartbroken because it's unfortunate. He he's acting like he likes her so much, but he's not gonna he's not gonna settle down with her. Yeah. Did did Abigail didn't have a one on one yet, right? No, she has oh, see no she's in a good position because she's gonna yeah. get it right at the Censure of hometowns, and she'll get one on. Maybe she'll get one on one right before hometowns. Hometown, mm-hmm. like it'll just be yeah. every date. She'll get time with him. Yeah, so true. She's made it this far. He makes a point to pull her first. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna win, but I think she'll make it far. I think if Matt is smart, if he really wants a wife, he'll choose Michelle. I actually think that they. I agree with you. I just think he doesn't actually want a wife. Yeah. So that's why I'm <laughs> that's saying why he won't pick her. <laughs> that's why I don't think he'll pick her. But if yeah. he really was in this for a wife, he would pick Michelle. But I think he's so, going to go with like someone like Rachel. Yeah. The influencer vibe situation. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I think I agree. Slash maybe I'll pick Kit. <laughs> oh, I don't actually think that. But pick Kit. it's just like, they would be but, such a funny, like, influencer couple to me. But that is a great point because we have so many wild cards where normally by now you and I would have the top four whittled down. We'd feel really confident. Yeah. There are some wild cards here. Kit was a surprise. I didn't expect Kit to Super have Super surprising. And I, when I think about how I – I mean, this is a total assumption. What I feel that Matt James is looking for, someone like Rachel or Kit – fits more into that like she already lives in new york she's on the influencer scene like her mom's kind of famous low-key and she would actually fit in more with his lifestyle than a michelle who's like a real person (laughs) who teaches children and like has a whole established career like i don't know yeah no this is exactly what i'm saying because i think i think who he decides is really going to show a lot about what his life priorities are yeah totally is he more into wants to be an influencer, wants to grow his brand, whatever, or does he actually want to settle down? And I think he's not ready. Time will tell. We'll Time find will out. Tell. We'll find out. Okay, do yeah. you have a rose and thorn? Um, let's see. I sometimes I have it planned out. This week I do not. Do you have one? Um, no. <laughs> okay, I think my thorn. It's going to Serena C. I think she just deserves it. And I don't think any more explanation is warranted or necessary. I just, she did not shine this week and was not really doing it for me. And then my rose goes to something that I have not seen in quite a while, but made me excited. They had an advertisement in the middle of the show for the senior bachelor again. And they, I haven't seen that since COVID. I think they stopped advertising it because, like, obviously getting 65-year-olds all together in this pandemic was, like, not the vibe. But now that we're kind of on the back end of that, it seems like they've started casting for that again. It seems like it's going to be a real show. And I really want my mom to go on it. I'm so into that show idea. I'm getting very excited <laughs> about that. Wow. I can't wait to do podcasts about that show. Yeah. Um, but it seemed, this was the first time that I had seen any sort of talk about it in quite a while. So I think they're finally, the, the light is on again and it's green. They're moving forward. 
Amazing. Wow. Okay. My thorn is going to, um, whatever producer said, Hey, let's bring Heather on, uh, okay. Over it. Um, and I have a rose and an honorable mention. I'll start with my rose. Okay. My rose is for Katie. I think she really stood out amongst these girls this season as someone who was willing to just speak up and say, y'all are mean. And I think the girls don't really love that she called them out, but I feel grateful that there was at least one person to speak up because as much as some of those other girls immediately tried to distance themselves from it, like even Jasenia, who was like throwing MJ's name out there, you were all bystanders. We watched you all sit there and watch them talk that way and say nothing. Katie was the only person who said something. At least that's how it comes across. Yeah. It could also be editing, but it seems like Katie was the only person who said something. So she gets my rose and my honorable mention rose goes to um, Christopher B. Harrison's performance in the scene outside the gate. Oh yes. Yes. Oscar worthy. Like where is his golden globe? Top notch acting. um, (laughs) Well done all around. Really great stellar performance. You memorized your lines well. Yeah. I support that (laughs) because I totally agree. It was also very much a staged scene. Um, Staged. Yeah. Well, Amazing. So we made it to the end of the episode. Anything else you'd like we to share? We did it, guys. Talk about final thoughts. Final thought? No, I have none. I mean, same time next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, see you guys here next week. Same time, same place. Follow us on Instagram at Bachelor Blab. I just learned about Canva. So the Instagram is going to really be stepping it up going forward so we'll see how that goes follow me at jack and underscore follow erin's reading account at mcnaught reading don't follow her personal and anything else we need to talk about. no right no that's all all right well thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week bye, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.